Okay. So recording. we're recording. Yay. We're and we're live. So welcome, welcome to another fantastic episode of My Orgasmic Life. And I have one of my favorite people who's come on my show to co-host with us, co-host with me. And we are going to talk about nipples. Nipples, 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 nipples. nipples. Now, I'm going to let her introduce herself and pronounce her name correctly because I always mispronounce her name. So, <laughs> Which I love. Like everybody, friends that I've had for years, even my husband pronounces my name incorrectly. So my name is Milica Jelanić. That's right. That's a mouthful. Say it. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so tell us about you before we get so- into our juicy topic. Yeah. Uh, so I, I love pleasure. I'm funny that way. I know, I know some people don't. And, and I have like an interesting take on pleasure. Pleasure to me is even when, you know, the pleasure from pain. I'm into anybody having pleasure in whatever way they would like and like discovering that. So I have a radio show called The Pleasure Zone. I, in my life and in my practice, my daily practice with body work, with people, with bodies, my main target is let's get your life to a place of pleasure, whatever that looks like. And people don't actually know. That's like my secret target. That's my secret target for them, but they don't even know I'm on that. So that's what I do. And this is why we are so closely bonded because I'm all about the pleasure. So we have lots and lots of fun when we spend time together. (laughs) It always sounds up naughty. It does. It's good. Right. So (laughs) welcome to our audience and our listeners. You get to basically eavesdrop and be a a little voyeur on our juicy conversation about nipples. So let's start. What do you have to say? We'll just say like nipples are fantastic. Nipples are like art is how I feel about nipples. Because when you look at nipples on all people, they're so different and they're colorful. And if you took like a close-up shot of a whole bunch of nipples and you stuck them together, you would probably just like want to lay your face on it because it's, there's like such beauty in nipples. I think like, I just want to get close and like rub myself up on that. So, and if it was like three-dimensional, it would be even better. I see an art project on in our horizon. I'm pretty excited about that art project. I know it's like, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) like to volunteer their nipples for us exactly we totally need nipples for our new art project (laughs) they will call it the nipple wall where you can like it can be like three-dimensional and it can be like texture and you can like rub your face up against it and your hands up against it like velvet nipples and like nipples that are made with like sandpaper and like everything you can imagine of nipples and then you're just there (laughs) with them because they're so artistic. It's like the Great Wall of Vagina, but I think yeah. our Great Wall is going to be much more experiential. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like of, that. Of, of the nipple. Experiencing yeah. of the nipple. Yeah. <laughs> I have visions for this. Honestly, now it's like some nipples will have things coming out of them. Like exactly. if you get close, they'll have like a little fountain. <laughs> <laughs> I also really, really love nipples. And I love that piece that you brought to it about the art because it's so, they are so artful, right? They're so colorful. There's so many different layers. There's, you know, it's just incredible. And it's not something, 
let's talk about this. This is kind of funny. For two people who love nipples so much, we've never, either one of us on our show, ever talked about nipples. Like, this is the first, our first nipple show. Conversation. And that was brilliant of you. You totally tapped something that we've never talked about. <laughs> it's like, I don't even know how you came up with that. Because there's days where I'm like, what have I not talked about regarding pleasure? Yeah. And that is... Uh, that's pretty great. I mean, they come into conversation, but they're not highlighted. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Just like in, even like in, in like play time, right? Like you're having like foreplay, whatever. If the nipples are highlighted, yes. I'm like, that's fun. Nipple highlights. So let's, let's talk about what do you do with the nipples? <laughs> Cause I what don't you do with the nipples, the Gaia? <laughs> Because I think, and I see this often with, because it's not a highlight, it's not mm-hmm. really talked about. It kind of is kind of like, I, I feel like often lovers don't really know what to do with the nipples. They just kind of like, they like tweak them, flick them, rub yeah. them, maybe lick them. But it doesn't feel like there's this sense of like nipple connoisseur or nipple yes. um, confidence. And so I thought maybe we could like, do some stuff or give some people some ideas about how to build your nipple confidence in the bedroom. Freaking love that. What I love is that this has video and like my show doesn't. So I get to do like a visual representations of things, which is going to be hilarious. Yeah. Because usually but I just remember, but we're also I'm not showing anything. I'm no, no worries. No, no, no. no. <laughs> just remember that it's also going to just be audio. So when yes. you're, if you start doing, when you start doing the visual component, make sure you're descriptive in it so that be all very of our, descriptive. I love our, that. Our audio people can hear it. I love that. So one of, I think what really is an issue when it comes to nipple play is that not only is it just like the the here's a little rub here's a little flick and the lack of the lack of confidence is massive i think what what could gain some confidence and because i love talking to bodies is like everybody's body is different so don't assume that the last time you played with marianne and her nipples got like all aroused when when you you know spit beer on them doesn't mean that when you spit beer on my nipples that they're going to get aroused so it's like let's look at the individual and I know this is crazy. This is crazy. This concept's crazy. Ask the person what they like. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know that's insane, right? <laughs> I always, I know, it's so funny. I always say, not only ask them what they like, but ask them to show you yes. what they like. Because that's even like, so as I call it like the show and tell, right, mm-hmm. of of our sexual experience, right? So have them show you how they like their nipples touched. Do they, you know, do they like it light? Do they like it firm? Do they like, how is it that they like and how, what kind of relationship do they have with their nipples? Some people don't like their nipples touched at all. There, there's, you know, there's a whole bunch of stuff. We'll get into that a little bit later, but I mean, it's important to ask, like you said, ask for what they, ask them what they want and what they like about their nipples and Ask them to show you how they like to be touched. Yes. And I think the other aspect is willing to get creative because they might know what they like, but they also might not have experienced some things. Mm. So introducing and being willing to get into like exploring with your partner. Um, and again, 
conversation and demos are always helpful. So it's like if, if you ask them, hey, can we try some hot and cold play on your nipples? Like, let's get out some ice. And they're like, I don't know. You don't have to go direct to the nipples first, just saying, like, you don't have to, t you could test it out on a finger and see how they respond. And if that finger is like too much in their universe, then the nipples might be like way too much in their universe. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So let's, so let's go into deep, a little bit of like logistics, which you just did yeah. about the hot and cold. So we got the cold can be an ice cube. Also in the cold department, we could have water. So that mm -hmm. may not be, or, or a cold drink, like you said, spit beer on, on the nipple, right? Like, yes. you know, you, you get that, or champagne or whatever, right? Like you could have different temperature and ranges of temperature. What would you, what would you suggest from a, a, from a warm point of view? Warm part of Wait a minute. I actually have one in my closet. Hold on. Okay. <laughs> and then oh, welcome to my closet. <laughs> you have, you have a portable nipple in your closet oh I wish I did no but I have something really cool for warm play okay and actually you're gonna you guys are gonna be able to soon get this from Gaia because I found out that they'll be able to get it from you guys so nice. we'll work that out but there's gonna be logistics on that so this is such a cool thing for warm play it's actually um a candle mm -hmm. and the candle is very it's like a very gentle warmth when after you've lit the candle and you let it melt a little bit it's actually more like an oil that's a warm oil that comes off of it and it's it's, it's like a massage oil yeah it's like a massage yeah. oil so it doesn't have the burning sensation of wax certain oil. other yeah some certain wax place so it's a really great introduction to just warmth and so yeah you can do warming oils or you can just you know get one of these really cool candles that um i love the spout yeah, it's wonderful. And you can write messages on this little container. So uh, for those of you who can't see this, it's actually like a little um, black container that's um, it's like pottery and it's got a sheen to it that you can write with chalk on it. So you could write love notes like I, I'd like to pour this on your nipples later and then light it. Isn't that fun? Yeah, little sex <laughs> messages. I love it. Yeah. It's awesome. So that's like, yeah, some warming things are different. And, and I think even if you have um, like one of my favorites is like a cinnamon candy. I love cinnamon, right? So like cinnamon candies have a little heat to them and that anywhere on the body, I find like so awesome. Plus it just adds flavor to the experience. Yeah. And peppermint. So like mm, peppermint, after, too. peppermint is another one. Like, so if you have like a peppermint candy or you've just mm. brushed your teeth and then you like, you basically can, you have it in your mouth and then you play with the nipple with your mouth and then you blow on it. Mm -hmm. So there are some really good nipple exploration. Um, before you try that on the genitals, make sure you kind of have done some checking in and some testing and some stuff like that. Cause I know me personally, my vagina would not like that. <laughs> yeah, I know that. Yeah my vagina and like my vulva in general is very like sensitive to um scents and smells in general so yeah. and I, I think a lot of women's are so yeah that that's really good to just uh be aware of that nipples are different they're a completely different skin so yeah yeah just just as a you know so just so that we're aware and also I think it's really important that when we talk about nipples we're not just talking about nipples that are on uh bodies there's everybody's bodies have nipples. 
True so story. It, doesn't, it doesn't matter what your gender is, your gender identity, it doesn't matter. They, we all have nipples. And so this is, which, this is what I'm kind of really excited about our conversation today because all of the things we're talking about isn't gender, but it has nothing to do with gender. Not at all. The, the only place where maybe you wouldn't have nipples is if you've had reconstructive surgery or you've had uh, mastectomies or something. Um, and I'm sure that's a whole other conversation, but you can still derive pleasure. There's still, you can still have feeling in your, in your breast tissue if they've done a good job on that. So yeah. Beautiful. But nipples are, nipples are beautiful. They're beautiful. And, and like other, and people do all kinds of things to their nipples, right? Like nipple piercings, another pleasure. Um, yeah. So yeah. You can choose. Stimulator. Yeah. So you got mm-hmm. people tattoo around their nipples. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's nipple accessories and nipple jewelry that you can put on and wear. True story. Like, like nipple clamps and they can be gorgeous. You can can just wear them for jewelry. You can just walk around just wearing nipple clamps for jewelry because they're just, you can get some super beautiful ones out there. Yeah. Um, so let's go back to what is your, let's, let's, let's do some sharing. What's your, like my relationship with my own nipples. Well, I was just going to say, what's your favorite thing that's done to your nipples? Oh, okay. Well, I could go on about that for a while. <laughs> so my very, <laughs> I think I, I, I like favorite. It's just like my nipples love attention at all angles and areas. So it's like, well, my nipples even just got excited when you were like, let's talk about us. <laughs> so, <laughs> ooh, what are we going to say? Let's talk, let's talk about how much we love this. Um, what I really love is um i love what i love mouth play on my nipples for sure but i also love like a little rough play sometimes too um so i don't like them being overly wet and and like i don't like them being soaked with saliva i like a little bit of saliva and then i also like a little bit of teeth action i like i like a little bit of like just get a little hi i'm there i like the little shock value that comes with that there's so many nerve endings in a nipple that it's just like, woo, it's so exciting. I've actually had many times I've had orgasm from nipple stimulation alone, um, which I think has been surprising to my partners. They're like, yeah, right. I'm like, actually, that was even more stellar than what you did down there. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Now, if you could just replicate what you did up there, down there, we're on target. <laughs> so, so I think that's one thing too is like, a lot of guys, they think that like what you're doing to a nipple is completely different to what you're doing to a clitoris or the whole vaginal opening, but it really doesn't have to be. Because for me, I know for me, it's almost identical. What my nipples like is what my clitoris likes. And so it's a little bit of this and a little bit of tooth and a little bit of like, um, like enthusiasm is what I like too. A lot of enthusiasm when somebody's in there and they're just like so excited and they're like, your nipples are God. And you're like, thank you. My, yeah. And my nipples are happy now. <laughs> so enthusiasm, I think on like all levels, even if it gets even to that point, if it gets messy and slobbery, it's like, there's enthusiasm. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. I love, which is great. I really love, it's interesting. My nipples are not how my nipples like to be played with is not how my clitoris likes oh, to be cool. at all. It's like, the, it's actually polar opposite. Hmm. So my nipples like it dirty and rough and hard. Nice. 
And it's probably one of the few spots on my body that actually responds to that much aggression where the rest of, especially my vagina is like delicate flower and really gentle and, nice. and it's like soft and, and all these things. So um, there's this thing that I love and hate at the same time. It's like, <laughs> it's almost like <laughs> Japanese water torture is what it's like, oh, right? Nice, yeah. where, where it's like, it's the flicking back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And it's like, it hurts, but it feels so good. And it's so irritating, but it's so good. And it's so irritating. <laughs> and then I just keep coming. And I'm like, stop it, but don't. Stop it, but don't. <laughs> I think I'm annoyed, but I think I'm in love. I don't oh, know what's happening. I don't know what's happening right now. <laughs> I love it. That's actually something that I use when I work with bodies in general is to confuse a body. Mm-hmm. And like that right there, what you were saying is like that nipple flicking back and forth is like, and then love it and don't love it. That confusing the body to me is like one of the greatest gifts you can give a person to invite them to let go. Oh yeah. And then control's gone. It's lost. It's gone, it's lost, and then what's left over is pleasure, possibility. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And then I really like pinching and and nipple torture and pulling and biting and yeah, like it, 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 my body will actually respond not just from pleasure sensations in my nipples, but will actually have orgasms from pain sensations that are happening in my nipples. Pain slash pleasure. Pain slash Sincere. pleasure. Exactly. Yeah, I love that. So yeah, so that's that's how my nipples like to like and the enthusiasm. Yeah. Right? You know, and I would say on my body, my favorite feature is my nipples. I have beautiful, fantastic nipples. I love that. <laughs> they're like always, they're always erect. Like happy. They're happy. Mine too. Erect. They're always chronically erect. erect. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> I don't wear a bra ever. So they're like constantly poking out of my shirts. But the thing is, is they're, they're so erect all the time. Even if I was wearing a bra, it wouldn't make a difference. That's hilarious. <laughs> Unless I had like an armor bra on, you're still going to see my little nipples. They're like, yay, look at me, look at me, look at me. <laughs> That's awesome. I love that. I love that you like, will just like let your nipples shine like that. So I have nipple shyness, Mm. which is interesting. So I have small breasts for those of you who are not watching and hear video. See, they're, they're small. They're not like, you know, I got like a V cup boobies and they're just, they're just like handfuls. And, um, my nipples are, well, I nursed for four years. That's sexy. And, (laughs) my nipples became like, um, very, they just never go down now. They're just always erect too. Before that I had some periods where they wouldn't always be erect, but always erect. And, um, I, I found that I had this, like, I, my nipples got larger after that too. So I have a fairly big, like tip of the nipple. The areola never changed, but the very tip did. Um, it got very pronounced after being sucked on for four years straight. Can you imagine? Someone's just like sucking on your nipples for four years straight. And the weirdest thing was I found nursing so enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Uh, except for when my daughter almost bit my nipple off. I found 
everything else very like it was such a great sensation and i think that like nipple play is no different when it comes to sex it's all those same hormones kick in your body is like i'm being nursed and there's like this great like happy all these happy hormones kicking into your body it doesn't know that it's not going to be nursing your body's just like oh we're gonna feed the world and then your body gets all happy that it's nurturing the universe yes yes it's awesome so yeah, my nipples are shy and I do wear a bra so that I don't poke people's eyes out. And my husband was like, last night I brought home a new bra and he's like, what are you doing that for? Just like, let your nipples out. He's like, when I see you in a bra, I want to cry. I'm like, honey, I just don't want to like have my nipples poke people's eyes out. He's like, you're being extreme on that. Nobody's going to go blind. <laughs> and I second that. I second that. Let your nipples be free. Free yeah. the nipples. Free the nipples. Free the nipples. Free them up. When when um, when my clients leave though, and it's just us around the house, I I do free the nipples. So until then, I keep the nipples at bay. I also have this awareness that my nipples are ultra sexy, and it, they might like freak people out too. Like. Wow, I, I sometimes look at my own nipples like under clothes and I'm like, wow, they really do. If I saw that on somebody, I'd get turned on. And I don't want know if people are ready for that, Gaia. Like I think that just might be too much for this area of Ontario. <laughs> All right. So our next conversation that you're on having you on is we're going to have a whole conversation about bras in society and our stuff like that's all around what does it mean in a nipples and arousal and all this stuff that we were just talking about, I think is an important conversation to have. So cool. I'm going to invite you back on and we're going to have a conversation about bras bras, and what that means. All right. Cool. So let's come back to the nipple, nipple, nipple. nipples. Okay. So what would you say is let's talk about nipple shame. Yes. And that's kind of like what I was tapping into yeah. there, right? That nipple shame is like, you could be walking in this store and you see women who are braless or whatever. We have a lot of women who, who do do that around here. And you can hear people's brains. I hear people's brains a lot. I know it seems strange, but you know, we all do. We just don't know we're doing it. And I can hear people going, oh my God, put on a bra. Oh my God, what is she doing? Oh my God, what a slut. And like, because your nipples are showing nipples equals slut, Mm -hmm. and um i'm here to being as somebody who's never wears bra like i i wore one for my sister's wedding on a request that she made like she had to make a request for me to she's like i know that i don't want to interfere in your whole freeing the boobs uh thing that you got going on she's <laughs> like but in the wedding pictures can you like at least buy a bra <laughs> so that you know in the wedding pictures I don't we don't see your nipples and I'm like only because you've requested it in a loving and non-judgmental way that the answer is yes I will go to that. <laughs> right? that's hilarious but it's really I so for me my my breasts are always free right and and that nipple shaming, which happens all the time, there's a lot of like, oh my God, you're a slut. Yeah. 
And there's a lot of, you know, and then there's a lot of men who are like, oh, look at the nipples, right? And so, yeah. so then there's like a sexualization of it. Mm-hmm. And for me, the reason that I have my nipples free is because I don't like clothes, period. You're just, you know, the society around right? us is lucky that I'm wearing any clothes. Never mind. <laughs> if they didn't arrest you, you wouldn't be, right? Exactly. Like if I didn't get arrested, I wouldn't have any clothes on at the grocery store. <laughs> I love that. I don't know if that there was like a law that was passed in Ontario years ago in like the nineties. Do you remember that? It was like, you could free your boobs. I don't know if that law is still in place or not. It is. It's still in oh, place. That's cool. And I, uti- are not- I utilize it as often as I can. I love that. Um, you know, particularly, especially when I'm driving, that's usually yes. when, you know, I, I free the girls. Um, I love it. Do you ever get stopped by police officers for like indecent exposure? No. And they can't, right? Because it's, against the law to stop you for that exactly i've never seen you on the road unfortunately i would have just driven slower and just caught up and like <laughs> check out the movie. look at that and like do you ever just place them up so like people can really enjoy like just hike them up onto like the steering wheel they can that drive the, and they can let my boots <laughs> <laughs> the funny thing is is that it's like something really interesting happens energetically when I'm in that state of complete freedom of not like driving topless or whatever. Mm -hmm. It's like no one, it's almost like I become invisible and no one sees me. Oh, cool. And I, and I, I think it's just this funny thing that always happens. Like if I'm in that space for whatever reason, there's like this invisibility, invisibility cloak that goes around me and no one ever sees me. Wow. Or they're just so in their own worlds that nobody ever sees anybody. Yes, <laughs> so. exactly. So, so yeah, nipple shaming I think is huge, and and even like even in little girls, like I look at yeah. my daughter who's now already starting on this um, level of like there is nipple shaming, and and they don't say it in school, but they've encouraged kids to wear shirts, tank tops. Your tank tops have to have like three fingers wide. Um, Because if you wear like tiny little spaghetti straps, what they're trying to say is for the girls who are wearing those shirts, um, especially if they're developing breasts, they don't want any breast stitches being shown, right? In school, that's very faux pas. But also they're very clear about like clear and unclear. It's really about like what you can see through a shirt. So if you can see a nipple through a shirt, that's to be covered. Um, so she's in grade five, she's 11 years old, and she's already got this energy around breasts and nipples, particularly, because that's what's developing. Yeah. These things need to be hidden. Yeah, which then sends a message that there's something to be shamed about. Mm-hmm. And so, which in that shame, when we internalize that shame, because we're, we've been taught that there's something bad and wrong and dirty about our nipples, that we need to cover them. Because if we didn't need to cover them, if they weren't dirty and bad and wrong, we wouldn't need to cover them. So why do we need right. to cover them, right? So, so what that happens is, is that you then also start to lose sensation in your nipples. Mm-hmm. And so that you're not, your nipples don't get aroused at stimulation, clothing on your skin, other people's touch. So then there's, there's a, 
you know, because that I wanted to lead leads us into the conversation about what happens if you don't have high sensation in your nipples. A lot mm -hmm. of people don't. And I think a big contributor to that is the shame that goes along with it. I also think the secondary oh, sure. thing that goes along with it is from breastfeeding and feeling bad and carrying the shame about that this was pleasurable when you were breastfeeding. And so yeah. there's a whole bunch of stuff that's all tied into that, which makes us disconnected from the sensory pleasure possibilities that could happen in our nipples. My nipples never lost sensation after um, four years of nursing. Like I full on, but I also didn't have the shame of like going, Oh no, I can't like, can't enjoy this. Nope. I was like, Greg, this is awesome. This is like giving me like life force. I love this. Uh -huh. Um, and, and I had a lot of people judge me for the nursing for four years, right? Like, isn't she old enough? I'm like, oh, you all screw off. This is between me and her. When she's done, she's done. <laughs> so, but there is a lot of shame around that, right? And that's the nipples being shown. At yeah. some point in our age, we should no longer see our mother's nipples. We should no longer see nipples in general. And that's around two. When you can say nipples, you shouldn't even know about them. <laughs> so... Then, then we've ignored them, right? And I think, so how do you bring sensation back? I think is just start to acknowledge you have some. Yeah. Hi, nipples. Hey. Hey. Hi. You nice. guys are here. Hi. Yeah. Hi. Exactly. <laughs> and then I would just kind of like, for everybody who can't actually see what I'm doing, you can Rubbing just them. Rub, rub them, yeah. you know, and say, hey, while you're saying hi. It's like, hi. Yeah. Hi. How's it going? You know, thanks for being on my body. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there are friends. If you just ignored your friend for like 50 years and then you show up and then you stand at their door, but you don't say anything mm -hmm. and they don't recognize you and you're just standing there, they're going to run away from you, call the police. They're going to say, there's a freak at my doorstep. This is very unusual and awkward. And that's like, if you've been ignoring your nipples for 50 years and all of a sudden you're just standing there and your nipples are so confused. So introduce yourself. Hi. Remember me? I'm the person who ignored you. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Reconnect. And then start to explore, you know, start to explore what kind of different sensations you like. Do you like mm -hmm. it with different textures? So go get a bunch of different textures, you know, velvet and soft things and scratch things and rough stuff and, you know, you know, all sorts of textures and 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 start to explore those textures and see like what does your nipple respond to what does mm -hmm. it like um for everybody who menstruates um in just so that you're aware that during our cycle our nipple sensations change mm -hmm. right for me they heighten a lot you know so I could have somebody breathe from across the room and my nipples would be like, wow. Yeah, exactly. So it's, it's also important to know that about your nipples. And then also when you're, if you're in partnership or having partner sex or partner's sex, however, whatever floats your boat, um, make sure everybody's aware of where you are in your cycle of the sensitivity of how your nipples want to be played with that day. Mm -hmm. Because I know yeah. for, for me, I really typically like it rough, but you know, a week leading up to my to my period, they're like, "Oh my god, don't just very gentle." 
So what you do is you create a group memo. You put them all on a ma your mailing list. list. Exactly. Send out the mailing list. This and is say, a situation. Here's the situation. Here's the nipple status. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great. Nipple status. And then you're like, newsletter comes out. Nipple status report. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who would like to be on Gaia's nipple status report email list? Just contact her. Get on that list. <laughs> I get a whole bunch of emails. <laughs> You're welcome. Think about your mailing list. <laughs> and now you've got a whole new newsletter that nobody even, nobody, I bet nobody else on the planet has a nipple status memo going out to the world. Oh God, my makeup's going to drip now. That's great. That's awesome. That's awesome. All right. So what, what else do you want to talk about around nipples? Oh, we, we didn't um, cover. No, go ahead. Yeah. No, I was just thinking about like when people have um, like the loss of nipples, I think is like can be there's there's a lot of healing that can take place there. And, and how much um, for women who have even lost their breast tissue, for some of them that I've talked to, for them, it's really the loss of the nipple that that has them feeling um, disconnected from feeling feminine. Mm -hmm. find fascinating because men have nipples too right and mm -hmm. yet for women who have lost their breast tissue it's not about the size of their breast so much as it's the the look or the uh the fact that their nipples are no longer pleasure centers for them mm -hmm. so yes it, definitely like uh you know finding somebody who can coach you through that like Gaia does coaching for that right so yeah. finding somebody that can contribute to you to um to help you find other areas that you can focus on and not make that your your main thing right where we kind of talked about the whole show is like how to make nipples the highlight and in some cases it's how not to make nipples the highlight well and I think that goes for everything right like mm -hmm. if there's a part of your body that may be that you needed to grieve and loss and it's not functioning as, as it, you would like it or needed it to. And so you've had to have it removed or whatever is going on there. Um, the key is to refocusing that energy to awakening other parts and making other senses and other places more arousing and mm -hmm. awakening that, right? It's that, it's that concept that, you know, if you are in a wheelchair and your, you know, genitals aren't, you're disconnected from them, that doesn't mean that you can't have orgasmic possibilities. We need to just awaken another part of your body and create mm -hmm. the neuro, new neural pathways to create that that's your orgasmic pleasure sensory you know, sense. Absolutely. Center, right. So it's the same thing with nipples, right? If you've, if you ha had lost a nipple, um, that we would just then awaken that in changing that sensation to over here. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And it's, really I mean, guy just gave you some tips, but definitely having somebody uh, to, to walk you through that process. Cause that's not going to be like a necessarily like a one second thing. We're just going to do this. There's a process. So contact yes. her for that yeah i'm just saying it. contact her because she's not like promoting herself right now so i'm gonna <laughs> <promote her. laughs> yeah well you know that's kind of my thing i don't really promote myself i'm kind of like a hey you know what come spend some time with me <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. you know come spend some time with me you know support what you and whatever you do 
um, whatever you need, you know, all the different ways in which I can support you through coaching and courses and classes and all sorts mm -hmm. of juicy stuff that I got going on. Um, but before we get into that part of that, and mm -hmm. I love you for, I love you so much for doing that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, if your nipple, not if, what does your nipple, nipples, mm -hmm. have to tell the world? Oh, I love that. Yeah, my nipples have messages for sure. Um, usually, I my clitoris talks a lot. Like, usually I get a lot of messages there, but I love that I'm going to speak through my nipples. Okay, channeling my nipples right now, guys. All right, channel your nipples. <laughs> so here's the channel for my nipples is... Be kind to your lovers, whatever that looks like. You know, BDSM can be a kindness to your lovers. It's knowing what, know what your lovers like and, and be that gift to them. And that goes two ways. So just, can we just be that energy for each other? To me, this is like the way, and to my nipples, my nipples are like, this is the way we nurture the planet. And nipples know about nurture. Mm -hmm. I love it. I love it. What do your nipples have to say to the planet? Okay, what do my nipples have to say? Hmm. My nipples have to say, ask what I like before you touch me. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? When you said that, it's like your nipples have, I had this vision of your nipples were like, this cartoon character wearing this like beautiful flowing gown and she's just like she's actually got a cigarette and she's just like but she doesn't smoke it she just holds it like one of those big long jolly just ask me what I would like before you touch me <laughs> that's exactly exactly that's what I want to say. I and so it. and I think that that's an important thing for all of us to remember like you know we talked about that I want to I want to let's come full circle because mm -hmm. we talked about that in the beginning which is two things to build your nipple confidence mm -hmm. build it up <laughs> to build up your nipple confidence one ask the person what they like mm -hmm. two show your lovers what you like three if you don't know what that is fucking explore <laughs> fucking explore <laughs> That's awesome. Some podcast places will not be accepting this because we said that word at the very end and that's okay. They'll have to listen to the whole thing. That's the beauty of it. They'll have to listen to the entire podcast till they get to that. And then they're like, no, ban you guys. You're naughty. <laughs> you know what? I've had zero of those. I've had nothing of that experience at all. I had it only once because my entire show was swearing. We did the ABCs of all the swear words and it was an hour of every naughty word we could come up with. That did not fly. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, not I was, available anymore. Not available anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, do you want to say anything before uh, you? We do a little bit how they can get more of you about our nipple adventuring. Yeah. So, if you guys want to find me, um, you can check out my uh, rate. I'm like laughing so hard I had tears falling down. Um, so if 
Uh, if you'd like to find me on my podcast, you can find me on the Pleasure Zone on Inspired Choices Network. I have um, a bunch of episodes that are, have been podcasted in there, and I have a live show every Monday night at 8 p.m. You can also find me on my website at m-i-l-i-c-a-j-e-l-e-n-i-c.com. That's actually not like a sexual term. That's my name, melitzajelenik.com. It could be in the future be used for orgasmic overflow, but right now it's just my name. <laughs> And uh, I highly recommend, uh, you know, going and listening to her shows and subscribing to her shows. She's incredibly entertaining. I've been on her shows a couple times. We have a lot of fun, which is part of why I'm like, hey, come play with me over at my place. That's true. Um, and she's fantastic. So really go take the time, go explore all the possibilities that she has to offer you. You want to find me, you can find me at succulentliving.com. Um, for all of your holistic sexual wellness needs and uh, social media, you can find me at under Gaia Morissette. And of course, come play with me at my orgasmic life. If you dare. <laughs> so love the nipples, rub the nipples, tweak the nipples. <laughs> Flick the nipples, bite the nipples, lick the nipples, blow on the Listen nipples. to the nipples. Totally. And listen. All your, all your senses on the yeah. Yeah. Rub. Smell the nipples. We didn't smell talk the about nipples. It. Yes, because you know what? They do. It's like there's pheromones that come off those nipples. and mm-hmm. Smell the nipples. Look at those nipples. Enjoy them. Touch them. Taste them. Yeah. Stick your ear on them for all I know. No. This could be a turn on for some people. I don't know. I have not tried that one. I'm going to ask for that tonight just to see if I like it. Nipple ear play. Because if the nipple sticks in the ear a certain like perfectly good way, I like yeah. having things in my ear. So I might just stick my lover's um, nipple in my ear and feel how that feels like a, you know what I'm saying? It yeah. could be good. Okay, you have to come back to me on that. <laughs> All right, I will. <laughs> Enjoy the nipples. Until, mm. until next time. Have a beautiful day. Bye, everyone.